For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the number one Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Danny McDook. As always, I'm joined by Dr. Roger, the Electric Kismoji, and John Sheeran. And uh, we have so much to talk about today. And by so much, I mean two things. Two number one. Things. Yeah. yeah. Number one, Joe Burrow. He, Joe Burrow, okay, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Unbreakable, John, but this would be the equivalent of Bruce Willis learning how to swim. Because Joe Burrow, the one thing was, oh, his arm strength, his velocity. So, now, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. John, John, in case you haven't seen Unbreakable. I mean, aren't we giving away, isn't this a spoiler for Unbreakable? Wait, Bruce Willis is in that movie? I thought that was like the one directed by Angelina Jolie. Had like the the skinny dude, and no, he, like no. Uh, oh, no. Think this is M. M. Night Shyamalan's superhero movie. Yeah, basically, what I'm saying is Joe Burrow is he's a complete quarterback. He is he was launching footballs into water coolers, right. into the Ohio at least. Yeah. yeah. He was throwing them so hard that they all are saying, my hands are stinging. He might have some lawsuits on his hand from his receivers. One can only hope. I mean, it is crazy, John. He tore so many ligaments in his knee that I am now like an expert in, you know, anatomy. I, I've, like, I have a degree in biology just from trying to find out what his injuries are. And he comes back. Yeah. And his arm is, is stronger. Well, he's got the best doctors in the field. He's got a bit like this, but John also, there was a discussion on Twitter with Joe Goodberry and others about how he learned to not just rely on his knee when he's when he's in his throwing motion, he's using other parts of his body to compensate. Yes, yeah, so I don't know if his arm has necessarily gotten stronger, and I don't know if he's broken too many, if he broke too many ligaments in his knee. I think the most, it was probably three, but of course, one of them is the ACL, and that's why it took so long to get to this point. But in recovering from that injury, it used to take a year, right? And Carson right. Palmer, 15 years ago, that was the exception, right? He came back with like eight months, still didn't really look the same. We're now seeing that Joe Burrow, in all likelihood, by the time he hits his nine-month mark, he'll look more the same that he did, but only improve. Because this is, this is sometimes what we see from guys coming back from injury. In the process of the rehab and recovery, they end up coming back even stronger. But with Burrow's case, I don't know if he's necessarily gotten stronger but he's had to do some type of recovery rehab workouts that he would have done even if he didn't get injured. And it has to do a lot with just rotating your hips and getting more balance with your legs. And those right. two things mixed with his previously pretty good mechanics delivers actually more velocity in his throws now. So I don't know if his arm has necessarily gotten bigger. I know his teeth have, have apparently gotten wider and a little bit more strength or a little more straight, but I do believe that he's now rotating his body with a little bit more ferocity. He's got more balance in his legwork to actually get the ball out quicker and harder. And we've actually heard from Thaddeus Moss, who was his teammate at LSU, saying, yeah, this, this ball has a little bit more pop in it than it used to two years ago. 
Well, and, and you mentioned the teeth, John, and I think the teeth here might be important because of what we in the business as the tooth-arm connection. When the quarterback has a good smile, they tend to have a good arm. And this is something people don't know. But he fixed his teeth, he fixed his throw. Let me ask you, John, you said pretty good mechanics. Tell me more about pretty good. Why not pretty, great? Pretty good because, like, at LSU, he was accurate as hell, right? He had such right. great touch. He had such so great I'd say timing. Great. I would say great. But you said pretty good. I would say pretty I would say pretty good because even though the Burrow could make these great throws on the run and a little bit off platform, like great, it almost has to be like reserved for like the Mannings of the world, the Drew Brees of the world. And it's really hard to be at that level when you're 23 years old. And there's right. always the argument of how much can you actually improve on that stuff when you're 23, you've been playing quarterback all your life. And we saw last year that some things just weren't right, right? We saw some, a lot of deep balls that were missed. They were off target. Yes. Some, of, some of the issues were timing. And it had a lot to do with just balance and overall general rotation. I think, again, both of those things were things that Burrow wanted to improve upon regardless of coming back from the injury. But I think the injury gave him a reason to accelerate that process and really hammer it home because he did he did have to build back that strength of from recovering from that disastrous knee injury. So a, a 23-year-old quarterback's mechanics, they were never going to be perfect or pristine or top of the class. But now I think they're at a point where he can compete with – and he can make some of more throws that he wouldn't been able to make last year. And that's going to be really big for this year to jump. Right. I mean, especially, yeah. especially because he's got, it seems I, I would, I would say, and, and I, I'm embarrassed to say this because we've lost AJ green, but he has a better receiving core. This year's receiving core is amazing. I mean, I will say, I, I, I totally believe what John is saying, not just because John is saying it, but also, I mean, the power of moving your hips more effectively right. Like yeah. we were talking last show about my car and honestly, before I learned a better technique for moving my hips, I couldn't even squeeze into my car. Right. Obviously because, yeah, because it, 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 the, the little, the proportions are a little bit off. The, the, yeah. Well, and the doors don't open. So you have to go through the window. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, the viewer needs to know all the details. Right. Yeah, so so that is, so, so getting the right technique is useful everywhere, not just football. So I'm glad. I mean, you look at John, you look at those guys like Dak Prescott and who else was it? Were they doing those pregame things with the hips? Mm -hmm. The hips are all the fad now. Everybody's doing the hips. It's not just the salsa dance, man. It's very practical. It's very practical, the hips. So look, Joe Burrow. Where would you put put Aaron Rodgers, John, on on that mechanic scale? Oh, man, he's like an exception, right? Because he doesn't, when he throws the ball, it's not like Phillip Rivers type unique, but when he throws the ball, it doesn't look like, it's very traditional, right? It's almost just like a flick. He doesn't like yeah. move anything, right? It's just Why like a slight rotation with the shoulder. He just has so much torque on his arm. And his arm compared to Burroughs, like it's not even fair. Like, like it's 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 like another stratosphere. It's like with yeah. the Patrick Mahomes and the Josh Allen's, and he can get away with some sloppy quote unquote mechanics, and they don't look traditional. They look look like they were taught in like a, a traditional academy sense. But he just gets away with it because he just has Maybe. so much natural torque. And that's not what Burrow has, right? Which is why Burrow has to master those mechanics. It's the same with any prospect that comes out of college and they don't have these incredibly gifted raw traits like a Patrick Mahomes did. So Burrow has to master and hammer down the things that he can control to maximize what he has. Well, and Burrow's, Burrow's greatest strength is that brain, that quarterback mind of his, yeah. that on the mo- that in the moment improvisational skill that he has. It's amazing. It is. So John, let us move on because we talked about Burrow's great receivers. And yeah. you talked about uh, Thaddeus Moss, 
who might play some tight end? But look, let's be honest. The tight end we're looking to, we're counting on, is CJ Uzama. Uzama. Mm-hmm. And we had some good news coming out today that CJ Uzama, he tore his Achilles, but it was about a year ago, a little less than a year ago. And that is always a terrible injury. You never know how people are going to come back. No. Today, it's different. You know, back in the old days, John, it was Dominic Wilkins and everybody else. I don't know if you know. Not, not even that long ago. Kevin Durant tore yeah. his Achilles in right. summer of 2019. It took him like well over a year to get him back to like somewhat strength. CJ Zomas exactly. happened eight and a half months ago. And apparently, according to him, he's 100%. 100%. That is insane. That's insane. And Yuzama, yeah, he's not maybe going to be a top receiving tight end, but he's a good one. I remember, I think he got Burrow's first touchdown pass. Is that right? He did, yeah. Yeah. He was getting the job done. He was. He really was. I mean, we let me put it like this. We didn't really feel the absence of Eifert when he was playing. And that's a big deal because Eifert was great. So the fact that he could come in, and give us what Eifert was giving us, you know, and maybe even some ways more, I feel like he's more sturdy, you know, that's a great thing. And now the fact that he's back and the fact that you have all these other receivers back and there and new, and you got the arm strong, I think the, the offense question is answered. I think we're ready for that. I think the defense question remains. Offensive line question remains. I mean, Uzoma's fine. Like, you're not going to complain about throwing the ball to use almost 60 70 times a year which i think what he was on pace for that he had like 11 targets in just seven quarters of play and that was the first of many season ending injuries that the Bengals had and it really altered what they were going to do because he just had this connection and rapport with burrow so early in his career they tried to do the same thing with drew sample and drew sample had some growth but he just he's not the same type of dynamic athlete that uzoma is and i'm not saying that uzoma is this travis kelsey type of athlete at tight end but he's 6'6", 250, and he can move pretty well. He's got a great catch radius, and it was really devastating to see him go down so early in the year. And for him to be back and on the, and on the practice field now, catching these balls from Burrow, looking like 100%. Like, we're talking about Burrow. He's still, like, at 85%, right? He's just now starting to roll out and make some throws on the run. There's nothing that Yuzoma can't do, and he's still two months away from putting pads on. So it, it, it's, it goes to show, again, like, Bengals, they do suffer a lot of injuries. They do have a lot of these catastrophic injuries. But they do always seem to come back ahead of schedule, aside from a couple of exceptions. Yeah, I mean, you know? it, it gives the Bengals fan a lot to hope for. You got the new uniforms, you've got the the new good news in terms of injuries. It's a lot to be excited about this year. I agree. I agree. Yeah. It is interesting, John. You know, you said they come back sooner than expected, and you think about the Bengals' diet. You know, I can't help but think about. You know, all the meats and all the, the protein and the, the, Wait, the, the animal products and all those oh, kind of things. Where are you going with this? Where are you going with this? I'm, what I'm saying is, I'm saying is when you absorb another creature's oh, powers, what, 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 when, what? You, when you take the ligaments of like a, a goat, okay. this no. is, we know this, Hoji. This is basic medicine. In our Why village. are you provoking you, me? When you Listen. eat goat ligaments, your ligaments... Are, are, are going to get stronger. No, it doesn't work like that. In fact, we have a program now. We're trying to train carnivorous animals to be vegetarians. It hasn't gone very well. Most it's have died. It's not going to work. It's no. not going but, to work. It's very, yeah. But, but we have, a, a, we're, we're taking lions and we're saying, listen, okay, maybe you could change your diet. Maybe you could try oh. something new. And when you say stuff like that, you're discouraging them. I don't think it has any effect, but but you get the point. I think John's following the point. And so 
you look at football players. Do you remember, John, do you remember the Hard Knocks when they had uh, Domato Peco and he showed his breakfast? Of course, breakfast? yeah. Yeah. John, do you, tell, tell, tell Hoji what his breakfast was. Why, Not why the it, it was like a mountain of eggs. I think there was like some rice in there. Like, I mean, he's, he's okay. Polynesian, right? You know, you know, they eat everything. Uh, in, there was a lot of meats. There was like yeah. four different animals. Yeah. He's trying to he's trying to provoke me, John, because everybody Hold up, wait. knows that. I, I, wanna, I, I, wanna, I want to address vegan. this because he mentioned the animal goat, like, and goat is obviously very pr- pronounced in, in sports, you know, for rightful reasons. So, if Joe, say say a goat was was very ill, he was on the, his literal last leg, right? He had, okay. he was he was he was on his way out, if you will. And there there were a couple of options of how to handle you know his body, his corpse, his remains, how to respectfully make use of them right are you saying that if you if we replace joe burrow's left knee with a goat's knee that he would become a sport theoretical goat is that how no, this works is no, how this transition works eat the ligaments you eat the ligaments. he eats it you eat ligaments yeah and and, and then he becomes a goat no you don't become a goat john you're going way off here but look the most I, powerful animals on earth are vegetarian you got your elephant Boom. You got your blue whale. Not the vegetarian, but these very small little plankton type thing. Boom. Huge. Powerful yeah. animal. Powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is... The, you the, should know that. The tastiest animals also eat a lot of... Uh, they are fruitarians. Or, or Put a blue whale on land. See how it does. How about yeah. that? Guys, I'm sorry, but you're, you're steering this conversation in a strange direction. So we have a question about Chris Evans, his progress. And I got to say, I like the idea of getting Chris Evans heavily involved. And I love Joe Mixon, obviously. But, you know, that kind of younger Giovanni. What do you think, John? Does he have a chance to, let's say, jump ahead of Travion Williams, who is on the show? So, obviously, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. But, yeah. Love Travion Williams. I still do. It's weird because Travion was drafted the same year that his former offensive line coach was hired. Now he's in an offense with a new offensive line coach who's also a new run game coordinator, who's also a new running backs coach, and they just drafted a running back who they really like. It's really hard to see Travion being ahead of Chris Evans on the death chart, let alone making the team at all. If they really want Joe Mixon to be on the field for 90% of the snaps, and they just re-signed Samaj Piran for two years, and they just drafted Chris Evans, you have to think that those three are locks to make the roster. And it's almost like, do they really need a fourth running back? And if there is a fourth running back, you'd have to think that Travion has an inside track for that job. If not, I think he still would have practice qual eligibility, but he would definitely not be above Chris Evans, who, again, is going to be like 24 this year, has great receiving ability, has great one-on-one ability as a receiver, either in the backfield or in the slot. So, yeah, I would I would say he's got the inside track to beat Travion Williams in that battle. Wow. I, I, I yeah. Here's the thing for me. I've always been a fan of Jim Harbaugh and Jim Harbaugh's taste and his, the, what he sees in college players. And, and Jim Harbaugh was the one who, who wanted uh, Evans and, and courted Evans, or I, I don't know what you do to get a, a, a high school player or whatever to come to your team. Whatever Jim Harbaugh saw in Chris Evans, I'm sure Zach Taylor saw in Chris Evans. So I, I think, you know, as a, as a backup running back, why not give the guy a chance? Jim Harbaugh did. Why shouldn't we? That's how I see it. It makes sense. It makes sense. Like we said, I mean, just such a great background. You know, such a, if you look at the, the story, but the, the, the fighting the fascism and saving the whole world and all that kind of stuff, and, and, and then finding the time to learn football, such an inspiration. And there were the nudes, but, but that kind of thing is okay on the Bengals. 
It is, it is, because really it is a jungle. It is a jungle. There's a lot of meat that is a lot of. Uh, oh, no, don't do this. Flesh. Don't, don't, don't. Okay. No, don't go there. No, no. Does okay. it hurt to have a human torch? No, it does not. No. All right, guys. I, I think we have so much more to talk about, but so, we have. So much. To... This is really, this is really, uh, you know, the bottom of the barrel of NFL season. I mean, don't blame us if our show drags on. This yeah. is really the, the the low point of the NFL year. It's only it's going weird. uphill from here. It's only it's going weird because we are, we are getting further and further away from reality, and the views are going up. We have sixteen viewers right. now. It's crazy, yeah. Yeah. Well, as soon as you mentioned meat being anything but something oh. that sits in the no rats in your bowels, no yeah. good for ratings. Yeah. yeah. All right. That is all we have. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave a five star review yeah. for. John Sheeran and Dr. Roji Dr. Gismoji. I'm Daddy McDook. We'll see you next time. So long, sweetie. Bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.